Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL. And more importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. And these days, with all the news and fun stuff and things, you'll need it more than ever. Uh, check out my partner in crime here on Twitter at Blogman Sports. I'm at Pediatric Scott Blogman. How are we doing, friend? You know, everyone thinks Bubba's just just nice guy and, uh, you know, pleasant to be around, great co-worker, all that stuff. You know, if you guys know uh, who I am and, and the teams that I follow, uh, you know, it was a rough weekend for me, specifically because I went to Austin to watch the Longhorns lose. And then I saw my Steelers tie the Lions, the winless Lions, who ever, literally everyone that they had played had beat and uh, couldn't beat them. Not even in overtime. So, uh, yeah, at least at least my friend Bubba wasn't there to give me crap. He had a great week. I mean, you know, Dolphins, Dolphins win on Thursday night. It was a solid week for Bubba. But, yeah, it Packers, was a rough one for me. So, Hey, like I said, I could have uh, – I didn't. I waited to text you till Sunday morning, so you had a long drive home. Didn't want to bother you. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have tagged you in tweets. I erased those before I hit send. Like, I'm a thoughtful person. Very thoughtful. Okay. I bet right. you the Welsh wasn't as thoughtful. I he no he knows leave me alone so <laughs> it's a, it's the same he's known me too long it's like all right, all right I'm just gonna leave alone so I uh, a lot of text during the game I'll say that so uh, but yeah I, I didn't even want to bother I saw I was doing stuff kept seeing kind of the scores I'm like oh no 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and it was the first drive too for uh for kansas they got the ball and then went down the field immediately and scored i'm like all right that's a scripted drive right you know no nowhere to they scored more points than they had the whole season in the first half and i I can't do it anyway let's talk about the nfl how about that let's talk about some of the highlights of the game and we are going to kind of mix the format up starting next week it'll kind of you'll, you'll understand when we get there but we had a listener reach out and we will Definitely try to do that, but it kind of go coincides with the next DFS preview. So we'll have that going for you guys as well. But for now, we'll give you a quick recap of the Week 10 action. And then similar to Week 9, Boggs, it was a, a wild one. Some teams got back on track, Ooh. though. We saw the Bills do their thing against the Jets. We saw the Cowboys do their thing against the Falcons, yeah. which was good to see. Uh, the Patriots continue to turn, look like juggernauts now. Uh, so those seem to be like – oh, and the Chiefs. How about them Chiefs? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we kind of talked about that, and I said, hey, look, uh, it's been a month, right? And Kansas City hasn't found it. So prove it to me. And they did. So, uh, you know, uh, we're back on. We're back on with the Chiefs offense being clicking on all cylinders here and uh, ready for them to disappoint everyone next week after this huge performance. Now they play the Cowboys uh, this week. So, you know, I mean, it, it looks like this should be a 50 to 40 matchup something like that yep. and it'll end up you know 17-3 or something like uh the Packers and Seahawks did so yep yeah that Packers Seahawks game it was um both quarterbacks didn't look the best Rodgers honestly this isn't even me being like a homer didn't look horrible he had some hiccups Wilson Knocking definitely the like, rust off both of them Wilson yeah. definitely was rusty um and the weather was tough it was it was a cold Lambo game snowing from time to time it was interesting they lost Aaron Jones Thank goodness it's just a part like a sprained MCL, so it's not as bad as they thought. So yeah. that'll be something uh, important. But uh, we saw more upsets again this week. 
What's your thoughts on this Washington football team, 29-19? Sure, they lost the big dog um, at defensive end, which is never a good thing, but a big win. Taylor Heineke, almost 2-0 now versus Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't know what is going on uh, in this game at all. Like, So we're, we're waiting for the Washington defense to bow up and play well like everyone expected them to this offseason. And it happens after Chase Young tears up his knee and Montez Sweat is out with a fractured jaw. Like, it just, it's not adding up a lot. But look, Tampa Bay looked bad. You, we saw Brady had the early interceptions, which is just a rarity. I know he's worse on the road, right? But Washington's been bad all year. The one of the worst teams in the NFL against the pass. Uh, you know, uh, the Dolph, the Dolphins, no, the, the, the Dolphins played the worst team against the pass and in, in the Ravens. Um, the Ravens are the worst, but uh, Washington's been terrible as well. So I figured, okay, you put the goat against one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL there. We're going to see him make it rain. And he made it rain interceptions in the first half. Washington got up to a lead. Antonio Gibson looks healthy, um, which I didn't expect. And, you know, they made it work. And I think, I believe the time of possession was, yeah, the time of possession was whacked out in this game. Did you see what it was, Bob? No, I haven't I pulled up. You want to take I a crack didn't. at all? I guess time of possession. Give me Washington at 42 minutes, 40 minutes, 3908 to 2052. So like for two thirds of the game, Washington's in there just wearing out that, uh, that uh, defense. And then, you know, when you're the offense and you hold the ball so little, you start pressing and you start making mistakes. And that's what happened in Tampa Bay. And that's why they only put up 19 points on one of the worst NFL defenses we've seen this season and that's how the cookie crumbles on that one yeah no that was pretty pretty impressive to say the least a couple other ones here we saw the titans hang on which is good to see but uh minnesota went in to uh the chargers 27 20 now that makes Kirk cousins on the road so far this season 21 touchdowns zero interceptions yeah i mean look uh we got good kirk we got good kirk cousins this week and it just continues to be an issue with the chargers on defense and uh, Justin Herbert has looked not great uh, like for the past month. I know he had a good week last week, the three fifty six and two against Philly, and, but they won that game by three points because the defense was rough um, against new England. He had two thirty three and two touchdowns, two picks against Baltimore. He only threw for 195 had a touchdown and a pick. So, you know, I think Herbert, we're seeing him hit the wall a little bit here. And most guys do it their rookie year, especially in a weird COVID year. But um, it seems like he might be hitting a little bit of a wall. But luckily for him, he faces the Steelers this week uh, without TJ Watt, most likely. So uh, and the same crappy offense that's been there all year. So I don't know. It looks like a pretty dud of a Sunday night football game, but it might be at least a close one. Hey, the Monday night football game between the Steelers and the Bears wasn't so bad, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, he's back, folks, apparently. At least he said so. Cam Newton, two touchdowns on, like, three plays. <laughs> Panthers win 34-10 to 10 in Arizona. I know it was no Kyler, no DeAndre, but still complete domination, which was surprising to me. Uh, CMC looked really good, got banged up again. It is a weird, weird game, but in the end, the Panthers got the job done, and we talked about it last week. Like, was this move worth it? So far, it was. I mean, he barely played, so, you know, but I do think what he brought was hope, and, and, you know, I think starting Sam Darnold or P.J. Walker every single week was just getting to be, 
you know, I mean, we saw Robbie Anderson screaming at, at uh, Sam Darnold. And, you know, I, I don't want to use Robbie Anderson as a positive example ever. But if that's the tone of one guy, it's probably hiding behind the scenes as well. And you see with Cam back there, the smiles everywhere. And he's going to start this week. Cardinals obviously didn't have Kyler. They didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. But we saw them go into San Francisco and beat the crap out of the Niners last week. So I thought maybe we get some of that. No, Colt got hurt. Everything unraveled. It was all downhill from there. So uh, this is kind of one of those trappy games. Not really. There's no such thing as a trap game in the NFL because if you don't come to play, you'll get beat by whoever. You know, there's no uh, Alabama playing, uh, you know, a team that they don't get up for, but they can still beat them by 50. There's none of that in the NFL. So this game just was um, it was a surprising outcome, but I'd love to see. Hey, I got my run CMC shirt back on. I know he got a little nicked up, but he can went back out there. He's fine. Yeah. So uh, love to see him getting going. And I'm excited to see what Cam's got left in the tank here. Yeah, CMC proved he's a cheat code yet again because he's like not even finding the end zone, but just running the ball <laughs> and the catches. catches. The dude's just a PPR <laughs> god. So it's ridiculous what he, he can do out there. And I hope he stays healthy because it'll be great to just roster him every single week. Um, you know, the Niners Monday Night Football beat down the Rams. The Rams receivers did not help stafford at all in this game so many bad drops um any other takeaways from the week like it was i, I didn't want to bring up that tie game but overall well, um the one thing i will say mason is, rudolph you know, still sucks yeah well if that we knew that going into it yeah but um the one thing i will say is a lot of these stuff when we, we build our lineups when we plan for our lineups you mentioned you know cmc gets banged up you mentioned colt mccoy goes down uh Carrero patterson goes down once the game starts, there's so many things that are out of our, our control. And as wacky as the NFL is now, <laughs> it is what it is at a certain point. Yeah, I mean, and that's just, you know, that comes with the territory, right? The injuries and and the weirdness. It feels like for a month straight, we keep coming back and going, God, what a weird week. But, you know, the Panthers look god awful last week, and then they beat the, the Cardinals on the road for their second win with P.J. Walker playing most of the time. That's mm-hmm. just not something you expect. You don't expect Brady to go – uh, to Washington, who's been miserable Off this year, bye and week. lose. Uh, your team, the Dolphins, stomp the Ravens. Yeah. Remember last Sunday night, they were uh, the Sunday night crew was going over who is who are the good teams in the AFC, right? And they were like, Baltimore is pretty good, you know, because Buffalo had just lost to Jacksonville and all that stuff, and um, so you don't know who's gonna like when the Rams look bad and the Bills look bad, you expect both those teams to bounce back and only one does maybe this is a skid that the rams are hitting here a little bit so um you know uh kansas city hasn't shown this type of offense really all year and they go crazy um we expect the seahawks to be better with russell he clearly came back a week too early you know and what happened to all the chris carson stuff he didn't play either so yeah exactly um, we even suit up uh, uh denver goes into dallas and beats Dallas yep. and then loses at home to Philly. Like yeah, loses this, bad. It, it's it's a giant pendulum swing going on this year. And Mike White, by by the way, I said his name right. It's Mike White. <laughs> it ain't magic hey, Mike. All I know is I, I don't have to buy a jersey, so we're good. Yeah, there you go. You are you are really good on that. So you know. Yeah. No Jets paraphernalia in this house. Not a <laughs> But um, all right, that'll take us through the week 10 action. Again, if you want more stuff, you know, check out the, the other shows that we all do and all the fun stuff and things. But let's talk about the uh, the perfect lineup 
for DraftKings this past week. Not the one that won it all, but would have been the perfect lineup and how people came to this conclusion. Uh, Dak Prescott at quarterback, uh, Ramondre Stevenson at running back, Jonathan Taylor at running back, CeeDee Lamb, Kendrick Bourne, Stephon Diggs, Tyler Conklin, A.J. Dillon, and uh, the Dallas Cowboys defense. couple things, Boggs. The Cowboys were very popular. Like in cash games, Dak Prescott was well over 50%. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb moved back into the slot with Michael Gallup coming out. That was big right off yeah. the bat. Yeah, um, uh, CeeDee Lamb looked great. Uh, I know a little, uh, a couple of people are worried about Cooper with Gallup there. I'm not really worried about Cooper. He has some big boom weeks. So, um, you know, the problem is, is with three guys that good, plus Schultz, plus Zeke, is on a week-to-week basis, it's harder to pin down who the guy is going to be. But I think every week I'm good with uh, CeeDee, Amari Cooper, and Zeke. Yeah. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson got the star with Damian Harris coming out. Like when we recorded, Damian Harris was still questionable. Actually, more towards probable at that point in time. Um, he did not play. So Ramondre Stevenson got the bulk of the workload. He beasted out. But on the same team, Kendrick Bourne puts up 24 DK points at 4,600 bucks. Um, the the Patriots were just clicking on all cylinders. And dude, even if we thought the Patriots were going to win, which we didn't, I don't think we yeah. expected 45 points. No, absolutely not. Like this was a total tank job by by the Browns here. I don't know what happened. Like, you know, I thought they looked so hurt and so banged up against Pittsburgh that it was going to take a little bit for them to get right. And then they go and beat the crap out of the Bengals, who everyone was like, ah, oh, the Bengals are uh, putting the AFC on notice, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then they go in and just lay an egg against uh, the Patriots uh, lay an egg so bad. And I know Nick Chubb didn't play here, so that's understandable. Big chunk of their uh, offense is missing, but Dearness Johnson won them that Thursday night game. Yeah, uh, and he played great this past week. And he was fantastic, right? Yep. Baker got hurt again. Um, and Miles Garrett was even complaining about the coaching. So that, Uh-oh. you know, yeah, stir the pot. I like to stir the pot there. So, but of course, you know, the Browns lose, uh, the Ravens lose, and the Steelers can't make up a game on them because they tie the stupid lines. So, they make but, but Kendrick Bourne was great, and Mac yeah. Jones, um, looking good, man. Looking yeah, good. look, I, I had said on ITL too a couple weeks ago, like, let's stop trying to make him happen. He's got one 20 point game this year. And he's probably going to hit the rookie wall at some point. So this is not a guy I'm going to be investing in. And he shut me up. He went out there and threw three touchdowns, uh, you know, and his completion percentage is incredible. Uh, he's definitely rookie of the year, unless Jamar Chase uh, goes absolutely ham in the second half. So, um, and Jamar Chase has a tough schedule in the second half. So uh, I like him and, uh, you know, we'll be talking about him on showdown for sure this week. Most definitely. And the thing with uh, Mac is, you know, he's not flashy and there's a lot of games where he just manages it because that's the way the Patriots work and they won the football game. So he's not going to be a consistent fantasy gold mine right now because he's still so young, but the talent is undeniable. It's impressive what he can do out there. So yeah, pretty good stuff there. Jonathan Taylor was the second running back. He was amazing. $8,100 paid that off easily. Um, And they kind of went away from him in the second half, which was weird, especially with the Jags getting back into it. But early on, and even for the whole game, if you look at the total workload, 87% of the running back snaps, like almost all the workload for the running backs. It was the most he's had in a game in his career. And the dude is just getting better every week. Bogman. I mean, finally, the you know the Colts are kind of just giving everything to him that he can handle, which is what we wanted. That's what he did at Wisconsin. That's what made him valuable, right? Is mm-hmm. you let him 
pound them the first three quarters, and then they don't want to tackle them anymore in the fourth. It works a lot like how Derrick Henry uh, works. So um, obviously different types of backs. Uh, Taylor is faster. Henry is bigger. But that's the same result, right? Uh, different players, same result. That's what you're trying to get out of JT. And, I, you know, he's got a tough matchup against the Bills this week, but I bet we still see him rostered in a bunch of spots. Oh, no doubt about it. Stefan Diggs, speaking of those Bills, he was the third uh, receiver here, put up 33 DK points, finally had that big game with uh, Allen, and I just have a weird feeling, Bogman, we're going to see a lot more of that to come the rest of the season. I mean, you know, I don't think it's wrong to force feed Stefan Diggs. You know, I mean. uh, Because their offense is so lost against the Jags, you had to be like, okay, just feed feed him, please. They can, and they can get a little lost in that. Like, you still have to run the ball, but they did that well here as well. I mean, you know, all three backs got involved, which for fantasy is annoying, but it made the offense hum for Buffalo. So uh, wouldn't be surprised if we see that going forward as well. Yeah, no doubt about it. Tight end position, Tyler Conklin, 16 DK points. He basically early on had two catches for six yards and two touchdowns. He had the he was the Jerome Bettis of tight ends at one point in time. And, um, you know, Dan Arnold, who we loved, he finished with 13 DK points. He did just fine. Conklin just got the touchdown advantage. We talk about it time and time again going into last week. Massive workload for that, that uh, Minnesota team. And he'll be in play because he's still super affordable. Yeah, and especially when, uh, you know, uh, he's in the red zone. Justin Jefferson taking the top off the defense. They want to make sure he doesn't get the ball. And then you probably got to put an extra guy on Dalvin. So you're going to have a Tyler Conklin mismatch. He's gigantic. He's like 6'7". So uh, love him in the red zone. He's an absolute threat every week. And then the flex play was A.J. Dillon. And the large part of that was because he played pretty much the entire second half with Aaron Jones going down. So some people might have played Dillon like on a flyer. But for the most part, it would not have been in play. And he's going to be the next two weeks could be very, very popular. You know, we just talked about Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry and A.J. Dillon's that same type of back. If you watch him in college, uh, you know, he played at B.C. and he was their offense. He was their entire offense. You get 40 carries a game, 40 touches a game. He reminds me so much like Ron Dane. Yeah, yeah. Ron. Yeah. Well, Ron Dane was speed. Right. So, um, you know, he is uh, he's just one of those bruisers that if you give him the ball 30 times, they ain't gonna want to tackle him in the fourth quarter, and uh, we're gonna see that we're gonna see a lot of that because Aaron Jones is gonna miss at least a couple weeks. It looks like. And then last but not least, the Cowboys defense, which obviously when you shut down the Falcons the way they did, gonna put up a lot of points. And that Falcons game that was so disappointing because back to back weeks now, a Cowboys game involved blowouts where guys were rested in the second half. Yeah, you can't predict. You can't predict that. Like it was the perfect game script for garbage time Falcons production. <laughs> And in previous years, garbage time was everywhere. Right. For some reason, we're resting guys now. So, well, we I go. mean, longer season, maybe. I don't know, but I think they just couldn't keep Matt Ryan upright, right? He took a yeah, ton of hits true. in this game. And, you know, that is, you don't want to have to start Josh Rosen, right? So, uh, no one and, wanted to so far. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, you got to, you got to protect your guys. And also, like, you lose Ridley uh, one week, you lose. Uh, Cordell Patterson the following week. It's just tough breaks for Atlanta all the way around. And we know their defense is soft. So defense isn't going to keep you in the game. The offense has to. And when they're just laying you out every single time because it becomes predictable, you know, I think we got some wholesale changes coming for them too. I think Gallman's going to be the lead back next week. And, um, you know, I mean, Russell Gage didn't get a catch, no catches in this game. So I don't know what the hell they're going to do a wideout, but. It looks bad in Atlanta right now. 
Yep, looks very, very bad. But if you guys want to check out more stats from the perfect lineups and previous week's perfect lineups, make sure you check out the Line Star page. It tells you what stacks have paid off more often than not. The average salaries, you know, the DAC this past week was $6,900 so far on the season on um, slates that are 7 to 11 games. This last week was 11 games. The average quarterback salary, sixty four eighty five. So mm-hmm. it falls right in range there. Kind of gives you an idea on what uh, ranges to go to. Now, is it bulletproof? No, but it gives you an idea of what's going on. So go check out Lion Star Sports and uh, get all the good stuff there as usual. But Bogman, let's look forward to week 11. Um, you mentioned Thursday Night Football. You got Patriots-Falcons. Likely no Cordero Patterson as of Monday's news. We'll see how things develop, but it does not look good. I would imagine Damian Harris with the concussion may miss another week. We'll see. He didn't practice today. So oh, there you go. So he's probably going to yeah. miss. You got another Ramondre Stevenson week. We got Mac Jones. You might get um, Josh Rosen by the end of that game because it's the Patriots defense look filthy. Interesting game. It's going to be hard for us to pick any Falcons in the showdown, right? Like hopefully Zacchaeus is cheap or something. I doubt it, but um, you know, I, I this is going to be a bad game to watch, man. I'm not looking forward to streaming it. Uh, you know, uh, luckily we'll have some college football on too, but, um, yeah, I think Stevenson's going to be an enormous play in this game again. And I think he should be right. And, yeah. um, uh, we saw Jacoby Myers finally get in the end zone. Finally. So, first time. Yeah. It just took Hoyer the destroyer to throw it to him. <laughs> so maybe we can get some Mac Jones to Jacoby Myers action. But, uh, I mean, uh, we're going to work. Falcons need Kyle Pitts to step up in a huge, huge way. Huge so. way. And something tells me something tells me the ball coach might plan to take him out. You would think so, but yeah. uh, I mean, is he their strongest weapon? Well, I, I mean, I'm, my we'll my idea might just be to lay the wood to Matt Ryan, yeah. just make blitz, him feel it. Blitz, yeah, blitz, blitz. <laughs> beat I mean, me. Worked against Lamar Jackson, so yeah, I know true. different players, but Matt Ryan's a statue out there. So all right, we'll see how that one plays out here. Go on to the Sunday action. Saints Eagles, we have, you know, Jalen Hurts threw the ball well. Devontae Smith, back-to-back weeks where he looks like a top pick all of a sudden. Going uh, against the Saints here, it could be some fun in this one. I'm really looking forward to, you know, like you said, Jalen Hurts looks good recently. The Eagles are favored by a point in this game. It's a little surprising to me. Uh, but Adam Troutman, the last couple weeks in a row, four was his career high in catches last week, five this week. He's on the field all the time. Simeon seems to love throwing it to him. So I'm kind of excited about him. Um, and I'm not excited about anything in the Eagles backfield because uh, it doesn't exist a mess right now. Uh, but Devonte Smith has been great the last two weeks too. the slim reaper uh, putting in yep. some work. So I, I'm excited about him as well. All right about that. Uh, Dolphins jets three and seven versus two and seven should be four and seven versus two and eight. But my luck is it'll be not the case, but that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Hopefully, a full game of Tua by now. Um, so we'll see how that goes. You know, mean, how about yeah. how about the Dolphins defense, Bob? Well, they Did should they? feast on him, but I say these things and it's just it's setting me up for so much. <laughs> You're gun shy. Everyone's gun shy this year. It's yeah. understandable. Uh, look, the Dolphins have been a little, doing a little couple uh, different things on defense, and I think they finally found their, uh, you know, their their backfield in Jones and Holland and Holland had an enormous game on Thursday night. Yes, get extra did. rest here. Uh, Mike White looked absolutely not magical. So um, I don't even know if he's going to start this game. If Zach Wilson can start, I think he'll come back too. So uh, we'll see, but yeah, I'm, I there's, there's stuff to look forward to in that game, even though you don't want to watch it. I understand. Understand. Oh, I don't want to watch it. 
Washington at Carolina, you got you know the big win by Heineke and company, but uh, Cam Newton, they already said he's going to take the majority, if not all, of the first-team reps this week, so I imagine Cammy Cam will be under center. So in, back in Carolina, too, this should be an entertaining one. Dude, I mean, it, this is all about uh, Cam Newton. I think he's going to have a big game here. And look, he's got to get DJ Moore back involved here, right? Yep. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's been good. Robbie Anderson scored the touchdown everything. We want DJ Moore back involved in this offense. And for Washington's side, you know, Carolina's a good defense too, but they just ripped apart Tampa Bay off a week of rest. Tampa Bay had a bye week, as did Washington. You know, that's why they played each other this week. But uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I, I this seems like the week to go in and pound Washington, right? Uh, but the defense looked much better. So I, I'm... I'm going to throw out Washington last week and say the Panthers yes. beat the crap out of Prove it them. again, please. That's all right. I have to say is prove it again. Yeah. Now we're on the road. Let's see what happens. A letdown spot if anyone's had one in their life. <laughs> yeah. Um, Colts at Bills. This one's going to be good because the Bills, obviously, at least we could probably think is the better team. They should be the better team. Colts are playing great football right now. This is a very, very fun playoff-type football game. Oh, yeah. I hate this one. Uh, I can tell you right now, I'm not – I'm not laying a touchdown for Buffalo right now. I'll, I'll, I'll take the points with the, the Colts right now. Um, Carson Wentz looked a little, uh, he was just off. I mean, they played Jacksonville, right? But he was a little off, but I also interesting to Y Hilton played all the snaps here. A lot yep. of the snaps, not all of them, yep. but like a He's ton back. of, so, uh, I mean, he only had one catch for whatever, five yards, but interesting big, to see though. him still back. big. So yeah. And JT obviously huge. And I mean, Stefan Dick's just going to get peppered. Everybody gets yep. that. It should be a fun game to say the least. Um, maybe a not so fun game. Lions Browns. Can the Lions make it? Oh, eight and two. We'll see. Um, <laughs> but uh, in Cleveland, can they bounce back after getting embarrassed? I Are mean, they- it's good. It's a yeah. It's a bad game. It's a slump buster for sure. I think Nick yeah, Chubb Mark is going to be game of the week. Yeah, m- m- uh, you know Nick Chubb's going to be back and rolling. I think. Uh, you know, I don't know if Baker's going to play. I don't even know if it matters. Uh, Detroit plays hard, man, but they just tied Pittsburgh, who would would have been beatable by any other team in the NFL, uh, coming off a bye week. I don't know, man. I think the Browns roll in that one. They're they 10 should. point favorites coming off that disgusting loss to the Patriots. So yeah, they should, they should take care of business. That's for sure. Uh, Niners and Jags Niners coming off a big win going into face urban Meyer. Who? Okay. Up. So here's my question about Jacksonville. Do we need to start respecting the defense a little bit? No. I mean, they held the Colts. Carson Wentz didn't look his best against them. Yeah, and they the held the Colts, Bills to six the points. The Colts were up, what, like 20 to 7? And it felt like the second half, they kind of, I don't know if they were, I don't know. It just felt Put like off a weird, the gas a little like bit. lackadaisical yeah. kind of. I feel like that's like, because they got out to such a lead. So like, I think um, t- Taylor was like 10 for 90 out the gate. Like, they were just doing whatever they wanted to start the game. I mean, Debo just continues to be a stud. Debo would be their best running back. Like, did you see him they taking snaps to. at RB? Yeah, they tried uh, to tonight. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, it, Eli Mitchell's good too. Like, uh, Kittle looks healthy now. I yeah. uh, look, Niners, Niners are looking, look, and that Niners defense with Bosa in the pass rush. Whoo, pray for all, Trevor. All it took was, uh, yeah, pray for Trevor for sure. All it took was an embarrassing loss to the Cardinals with their backup quarterback and without their best player in Hopkins, uh, to, to fire them up, but they got fired up. So, I, yeah, you know, 
might just be that the Rams are bad right now, but I Could think be. the Niners are good too. So I think we'll the Niners are getting healthy and getting better. That's the yeah. bottom line. And I think uh, Trevor should go to the chop house before this game might help him out a little bit. <laughs> um, Texans at the Titans, a little AFC South battle. The game used to mean a lot. Now it should be a nine and two Titans team. Yeah. Um, Not a whole lot here. I don't think <laughs> I'm a little interested in Deontay Foreman. I'll say that. I mean, the Texans okay. are coming off a bye, and we see teams. We just saw Washington. Tyrod, well. Tyrod getting healthier. That's uh, not bad. Uh, yeah, uh, off a bye. Yeah, Ty God. Uh, I do think that the Titans are uh, maybe Don't overrated at Don't eight and two. Scripts. Just a little overrated. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying a little overrated. That's all. But I'm hey, not look, you say beat bad, who's I'm not going to respect you, them either. It's fine. Uh, Twelve touchdowns to eight picks for Tannehill. That's not very elite. You don't yeah. have your best player. Uh, A.J. Brown was held to one catch this week, and they still gutted out a win uh, against the the Saints. All it took was the Saints starting quarterback and running back to be down, but they still won. So hey, I'm hey. just saying that maybe the Titans are getting a couple lucky breaks here. That's all. They're still okay. look. They're eight and two. So you beat who's in front of you. You know, it's like everyone last year said the Steelers are the worst 11 and 0 team. Uh, the league has ever seen that probably was true, but you beat the teams that are put in front of you. Yeah. So if we can, if we can say anything about this season is literally as any given Sunday. So beat <laughs> well, yes. the team in front of you, <laughs> like we've seen so many upsets, just beat the team in front of it. It's right. That right. Let's so stop, yeah, let's stop placating this <laughs> Brandon cooks. Um, and, and I'm interested to see my guy, Deontay Foreman. Uh, are they really going to sure. give him the run or are they going to keep trying to force feed Peterson? Cause he looks old and slow. Uh, I think uh, maybe Peterson Foreman and McNichols would work right now. So I think it's a much we'll better see. move. That's for darn sure. Much better move. Uh, Packers at the Vikings, uh, NFC North battle. This is actually a fun one. These teams always play tough. They usually play to some points in the dome there. The Skull Channel will be rocking, but Rodgers don't care. So I think this could be a fun one. I mean, uh, who do you like more in this game? Do you like Dalvin Cook because he's the better back playing against that Packers defense that has been playing really well recently? Or... Do you like A.J. Dillon going up against a softer uh, Vikings defense here? Give me A.J. Dillon. Yeah, I mean, it's close to me. So uh, Packers, two-and-a-half-point road favorites. Uh, I think I would lay the points there and take the pack with the way their defense is playing, not more because of Aaron Rodgers or Jones yeah, getting defense hurt is anybody, legit, man. But the defense is playing really good right now, so I'm with you. Ravens at the Bears. Ravens trying to come back from an embarrassing Thursday night football game. Justin Fields off the bye, previously playing probably his best game ever. This actually, to me, is a very exciting football game. Yeah, man, I'm excited to see Fields coming off the bye week. Mm-hmm. Like you said, playing his best game. He really needs to put it together. The Ravens are dead last in the NFL against the pass. So, I mean, the Raiders might be after Sunday night. True. But um, uh, the Ravens have been rough against the pass this year. It, you know, you saw Tua and Brissett put it on him a little bit. So, um, I'm excited to see what Fields has. And you saw him start throwing the ball deep against Pittsburgh. I think that's going to be the move against the Ravens. So as long as you don't get behind and let the Ravens pin their ears back, they're going to stay in this game. So uh, I'm excited to see this one. Uh, and I want to see Lamar bounce back, and I think he can. So uh, yeah. it's it's going to be an interesting game for sure. Let's go to the Sunday afternoon games. There's only three Sunday afternoon games because the NFL does horrible scheduling that. things. But Bengals at the Raiders should be a fun one because the way the Chiefs threw all over the Raiders – the Bengals could bounce back would be so nice to see that passing attack against this offense. We shall see. Maybe the Raiders bounce back, but I'm, I don't know. Well, we'll see how this one plays out. Yeah. It's a bounce back game for somebody. It's just yep. who's it going to be right. I think if you're the Raiders, just give the ball to Jacobs more, right? Uh, Use a little yeah. more play action, uh, do that kind of stuff uh, with the Bengals. 
Oof, uh, the line has to play better. And it's not Big good time. to go up against this Raiders defensive line. You know, Max Crosby can get after it. So that line has to play better. Burrow will play better. Uh, but I do think the Bengals win this one on the road. It was good seeing Brian Edwards get much more involved this past week. So something to keep an eye on at least. Uh, Cardinals head into Seattle. Cardinals off that tough loss. Should, I would imagine, Kyler comes back. He said it's going to be close, which I don't like to hear. I know they want him healthy. They could still afford another loss or two potentially to make the playoffs. Uh, Definitely won't get a bye, but uh, you need him healthy. So I guess that's what it takes. But going into Seattle, uh, another week for Russell. This is a big game for the Cardinals to bounce back, I think. Do you, you love the, all of the uh, Jamal Adams has now joined Vince Wilfork with yeah, three good. career that interceptions? That's a good meme you sent me. Oh. That's a good meme. Oh, my God. Especially because it's Wilfork with half his shirt out of or his belly out of his shirt. So that was Yeah, good. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. But, yeah, man, uh, look, I think unless Streveler is playing or whatever his stupid name is, is playing this game, uh, I think even Colt McCoy can go in and beat Seattle. So uh, this the defense is rough there. Um, DK Metcalf. Uh, I think he's diva. Come on, man. Like, what are you doing? And then try to get back in the game. So weird. Yep. Uh, I think Seattle could get right. You know, you don't want to doubt Russell Wilson. Maybe they get Carson back. Maybe game. I don't think they do. I think, yeah. I think he's done for the year. So and ne- we'll see. Ne- Neck's a serious deal, boys. Yeah. Ne- neck is a serious deal. So, uh, I, I don't know what's going on there, but, uh, this is going to be a good game and it, it's a division game. So yep. you kind of, you know, it's throw, one throw the that, records out the window. As we just say. saw it on Monday night. Yes, you know, exactly. that's exactly what happened in this yep. division. So yep. uh, it's one of those throw the records out the window. But yeah, I mean, if Kyler plays heavy Cardinals. Here, so game of the week, at least it better live up to the hype because this could be another just massive back and forth game. Cowboys, Chiefs, Cowboys out the big win against the, the Falcons, the Chiefs bouncing back in Vegas. Now they'll be in Arrowhead. You know, it gets dark early, so the second half should be under the lights. This has the makings of fireworks, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice maybe if there's some weather here too, but I don't know, man. Uh, I know the Chiefs uh, just put it on, but show it to me twice. I think oh, Dallas yeah. is a good team. So. Dallas is a very good team. That's yeah. why it should be yeah. interesting. Chiefs are only two-point favorites at home, which is a rarity for them. So uh, that's, like you said, it's going to be game of the week. But, yeah, I mean, we want points and points of points and the line i'm seeing right now is 55 and a half so that would be the most this week i think by maybe five and a half points so that's lots of points that's lots of points man yeah it's uh yeah the cardinals and seahawks are 50 and that's the next highest most definitely sunday night football your pittsburgh steelers at the the los angeles chargers chargers are reeling they went on the bye week and then two tough losses steelers off a great great tie they do the is did Ben get vaccinated? Is he only or is it automatic ten games? No, no, no. He's he he can play here. So, okay, I, uh, I didn't hear any news. I didn't know it was an automatic. We got COVID on or... Saturday. You know, I was at the Texas game watching the Longhorns lose to Kansas when it prop, popped up on my phone. Ben Roethlisberger has COVID. But I'm saying like, is so he's vaccinated. Yeah, okay. yeah. So always uh, two negative tests. So okay, so he'll um, be back. Yeah, I mean, he self-reported his COVID symptoms too, yeah. and then went to the stadium that was, and that was fun. Uh, all that stuff. So, um, I mean, better than getting a massive fine for playing, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. It could have been bad, but uh, I don't know. Is he self-reported something in his life? Uh, I don't know what to expect here, because uh, both these teams are headed in the same direction. Uh, so, I guess I take the home team. 
Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one, but it's going to be interesting to see how that one. No, TJ Watt. The Steelers yeah. lost an offensive lineman, which I know it can't get much worse, but it can get worse. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick has COVID now, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's big. I don't know his stuff if if he uh, has if he has been vaccinated or not. So uh, there's a lot going on. No TJ Watt. Uh, doesn't look good, good for Pittsburgh. Monday night football. Pray for the Giants. Giants at the Tampa Bay Bucks. I don't see the Bucks doing a letdown two weeks in a row, especially on primetime Monday night. Like I like Danny Dimes and all, but this he's the sacrificial lamb this week, Bogman. Giants coming off a bye and they get Saquon back. I don't care. I, there's a lot of points to lay. This will be a fun discussion. It sounds like then for uh, later this week. With I, look, I haven't made up my mind yet. I'm just saying, Giants coming off a bye. You get Saquon back. Uh, you know, uh, maybe there's a little something there. That's all. I mean. Teams coming off a bye play better, man. We just saw Jacksonville oh. beat Buffalo. Yeah, Tampa Bay just came off a bye too. Uh, yeah, last week. <laughs> no, they lost to Washington. So yeah, but I mean, they came off a bye. Yeah, so did so Washington. They didn't play, Washington so they, was off the bye. But I'm saying that means the Bucks didn't play better. You said teams are playing better. They played like crap. Washington played better though. Maybe the crappy teams play better. Jacksonville did too. Actually, oh, so no, that wasn't crappy even off teams. the bye. They went it. They came in off the bye and got the crap kicked out of them by Seattle. Yeah, and then beat Buffalo. I don't know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Who knows? Tomato, Flip tomato. A coin. Yes, that is the NFL flip a freaking coin. <laughs> Jesus, that's what it's all about. But that's your quick look. As you can tell, it's gonna be another fired up week of football <laughs> on the Lion Star podcast, the pre-snap podcast. So you guys should make sure you check all that good stuff out. If you want to watch us fight and all that other fun stuff, go check out the Lion Star YouTube channel. Give it all a subscribe and thumbs up there. Otherwise, you get stuck listening to us three days a week, four days now, actually four times a week. I mean, four times the the uh, the Tuesday drop of this show. Then we'll be back with you guys with the picks and bets on Thursday, as well as your showdown preview this week with the Pats and the Falcons. That should be a fun one for you. And then on Friday, your usual DFS main slate preview. So for now, check out LineStar on Twitter, at LineStar app, and at LineStar NFL, Bogman at Bogman Sports. And I am at BD Entrick. You guys have a great day, and we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by LineStar app. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games.